The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Eric, my name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing fucking fantastic here, T-Bone. You got Claude Giroux goal <laughs> for the fifth goal there. I, I made an in, in, inhuman noise when that goal went in. It was just, just amazing to see it. The comeback cats got on a roll here. Got some great hockey games every night this week. I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs here ramping up a little bit. Yeah, I'm doing all right, too. Spent the morning just cleaning up the house and boring shit. But uh, my afternoon was spent uh, prepping for college football. Spent a few hours uh, dissecting the team, seeing returning production, uh, looking at the schedules and all that. Made a couple bets. Uh, Can't wait. I know, obviously, it's fucking like half a year away still, but uh, I'm getting excited for that. And hockey, too, today was awesome. Uh, Spent the last uh, episode ranting about the refs, but today was actually the first day it felt like real playoff hockey is being played with uh, much fewer penalties, comebacks being made, and and third periods that were actually really interesting. So uh, shout out to that, and hopefully it continues. All right, I got got two things. Joel, do you have a favorite college football team or what? Yeah, fucking LSU, man. Come on. LSU. Man. Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, Haven't yeah. you been paying attention to my coach show accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I just think you're fucking nuts. Uh, buddy, you know what it was for me? I made so much fucking money off Zach Wilson when he was at BYU. So it's like kind of oh, like, yeah. oh, all that guy did was fucking. Mormons. Oh, you right? Literally. Mormons. Exactly. The story of Mormons in Utah. All that guy did was fucking hit overs and cover spreads. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. It was um, a great season. He was sick. I'm high uh, on the Jets this year, too, by the way. So. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Only going up, man. They had a good draft, too. Uh, Ryan, I got one thing for you, though. Can can you mimic that voice that you made? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, we got to hear it, yo, no? Uh, I was trying to think about it, and, like, I I, I can't. It, it's honestly, like, anything I try to do it will just not even do it justice. Whatsoever. <laughs> it was like it was like a high-pitched giraffe squeal, kind of. Give us one quick one. One quick try, and then you can emulate it more next drunk show. <laughs> oh! <laughs> See that, that that was awful, but I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be for all your giraffe squeal needs. They got fucking shows and information on everything, man. Basketball playoffs are still ripping. Obviously, NHL playoffs have been absolutely sick. UFL has been sick. I fucking love that league, man. UFS or USFL is an absolute blast. Uh, golf's been ramped up. NASCAR's kicking ass. MMA podcast is doing a bunch of work. So much. And there's been a couple like sick new shows that are coming out, man. So keep some eyes out for that. Uh, Sports Gaming Podcast Network is the place to be. Listen to the other shows that do do it. There's always sick content uh, as well. Go check out uh, the Sports Gaming Podcast Network Slack group. Dude, if you're not in the Slack, man, oh my God, we had so much fucking fun in there. It's been an absolute blast. The hockey channel is absolutely insane, dude. Like, uh, I don't know. I made a couple of the other channels, and they're not. They're they're pretty cool too. And there's there's good stuff everywhere. But the 
the hockey channel is legit, dude. It's so sick. Um, get your ass in the slack. It doesn't cost you anything to do. So you sign up, you make money, man. You know, there's so many good bets. It seems like we've all been doing pretty goddamn well in there, too. So you're missing out. It's free. Get your ass in the slack. We do say at every show that how amazing the slack is. But tr- truthfully, th- this playoffs this week, the slack, the hockey channel has been absolutely amazing. We've got a few new faces, a lot of good old faces there as well. I'm throwing out props there, I'm just cashing in on cashing in on them left and right. We got good good banter going back and forth. So make sure you check out the Slack sg.pn slash Slack. If you go in there, you're probably in the general channel. Just ask around, get to the hockey channel, get to the, get to where the all the fun happens, and and we'll, we'll all have a blast together. And I would also make that uh, giraffe squeal if we fucking got a five star review. So leave us a five star rating and review. <laughs> Wherever listen to your podcast on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. And finally, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. All right, Twitter's been popping up. I didn't have to fight the intern last show. Everything's been good yesterday. I didn't have to go at him. I almost did, but that's okay. Um, all right, boys, we'll move down here. Uh, we'll jump right into NHL, you know, a little bit of news and stuff. Uh, primarily, we've had some of the nominations for a few of the, uh, the few of the postseason awards have been unveiled. Um, they haven't unveiled the heart nomination yet. So if you're wondering why we didn't talk about that, that'll probably come out sometime tomorrow at the time of recording. But we got the Vesna Calder and Norris, so I figured we'll run through that. We'll start things off with the Vesna. Um, this one's probably pretty black and white. Uh, nominees for the Vesna are Igor Shosturkin, Jakob Markstrom, and Husey Saros here. Uh, boys, what do you think? Yeah, I think Shosturkin really ran away with it. Uh, I mean, we called him out for the heart back in January that around that time he was still, when I first looked at him, he was still plus like 300 or more to to win the Vesna. Now he got up to minus a thousand or more. He's going to win it. The one thing I saw here and looking at the stats is kind of interesting is that Frederick Anderson did not get, uh, he got snubbed as a finalist kind of, I feel like he probably should be in there over Soros. Markstrom had the shutout numbers, but Anderson was right there in save percentage and everything else. Most of the way with just Durkin. So he should have got a, uh, nomination. He was probably fourth there, so just going will probably take this one easily. Yeah, that snubbing of uh, Frederick Anderson tells me that these voters uh, do not pay attention to the underlying metrics, you know, the analytical numbers, because Frederick Anderson was always number two behind Shosturkin through most of the season. Um, yeah, that, you know, the uh, goal saved up unexpected, all that stuff. Uh, he was uh, Always near the top of the list there, but uh, yeah, Markstrom had all the shutouts, and uh, Soros, of course, is Soros. He wins games, but yeah, I put Anderson there ahead of Soros, but there's only one winner here. Uh, Shostak was a runaway favorite for a reason. Uh, Markstrom had a great season, but uh, the Rangers wouldn't be where they are without Shostak, and he was the core of that team. Uh, He's the only reason why they're winning a lot of those games before the trade deadline. So uh, yeah, there's nothing much else to say here. Historical season by Shostak, Dude, I'm a I'm a little bit biased here, right? Because I got a I got a futures bet on Markstrom to win the actual Vesna here. Obviously, it's not going to happen. Um, it should and probably most likely will go to Shosturkin. Now, the reason why I think Saros is getting a bit of love here, and especially over a guy like Anderson, is if you look at uh, shots on goals totals. So Anderson faced uh, 1,431 shots on goal this year, 1,431. 
You see Saros faced 2,107 shots this season. He was second in the league amongst goaltenders. The only goalie that made or had more shots against was uh, Connor Halbuck with 2,155. So, like, yeah, realistically, you know, Anderson probably did have better numbers and shit and underlying numbers for all the nerd loser calculator warriors out there. But, like, dude... Saros had an additional 600 fucking shots on the guy, right? 700 well, how shots. Many, how many more games did he play, though, right? They didn't want to put fucking Big Save Dave in the net too many times. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good point, too. So Saros played 67 fucking games this year. Holy shit. Anderson played... Uh, let me take a look. He played 52. So, yeah, he did have an extra 17 games, all right? But that shit kind of factors in. And I, I don't know. I, as a goalie, I think that's pretty important, right? If you're playing an extra 17 games... From a goaltending point of view, that's a that's a lot of games, man. So give some credit to UC Saros here. Obviously, you know, I I, I like Freddie. He was a leaf. He was my guy. I loved that guy for a long time. But the, the real talk here is Shosturkin. Um the guy ran away this season, hell of a year. You said it, Joel. Like it's it's something fucking special we watched this year. I still kind of have a just a faint hope that maybe there's a massive upset and Markstrom runs away with it, but it's obviously it's not gonna happen. Um, all right, we'll jump down to the Calder here. Uh, nominations for the Calder. How do you say it? What's Sider's first name? It's fucking Moritz. Some, Moritz. Moritz? Some, Moritz. Something stupid Swedish. Uh, no, we got German, man. Moritz. German? Okay, yeah, well, German. fucking fair enough. Uh, we got noted loser frat bitch that, you know, does a little bit of drugs, but not a lot of drugs. Trevor Zegris. Uh, absolute unreal year, man. The guy's a stud on the ice, but he's he's pretty much a loser off the ice. Uh, and then, <laughs> boys, the fucking... Uh, probably the best rookie since Connor McDavid entered the league, even though he didn't win it. So maybe the best rookie since Artemi Panarin. Uh, best rookie since Wayne Gretzky's first rookie year. Fucking Scarborough's very own Michael fucking Bunting, baby. He made the list here. Jolie, what do you think about their Calder nominations? Oh, man. I've been fucking ragging you all season long. Every time you brought up this fucking guy's name, Michael Bunting, Michael Bunting. Every time we're trying to talk about Zegers and Sider and Lucas Raymond. No, what about Bunting? Like, gave you shit for all that. But you know what? He's a fucking finalist, and uh, I got to give credit to you. Credit to the Leafs. You know, he, he got put in that top line. That He wouldn't be here if he wasn't with uh, Matthews and Marner. Bullshit. Yeah, you know it's true. You know it's true. But uh, credit to us, too, because we – two of our three picks, they made uh, two of three finalists here. Uh, with yep. uh, I was on Zegris. Uh, he had a great first half of the season. He was uh, the favorite for a bit. Uh, but he tailed off towards the end. Whereas Moritz Sider, he deserves it. Uh, stud defenseman, uh, kicking myself for not having a bit of money on the, the fellow German. But yeah, he, he's a he's the deserving winner here. I'm, I've got a like you said about Markson, I got a faint hope for Ziegers. Maybe those uh, those highlight reel goals sway some of the voters. And uh, but it, according to the odds, you know, if we trust in that, Sider's going to win this thing. But I still, you can't go wrong with uh, we we got two of the three right, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think Sider kind of has it locked up, but I'm looking at at the rookie like leaders here more. And Michael Bunting does have a case. If you, if, it's a big thing to ignore, but if you take out the fact that he played with one of the best players in the league who could win the Ooh. heart, should win the should win the heart as well as and, and Mitch Marner. Like, but looking at the numbers, he had led 63 points, 23 goals, 21 even strength goals, 58 even strength points. That, that's a lot more than than Zegers. That's, that's more than Cider. Cider had 50 points, but only 27 were even strength. 
I mean, he, he plays a lot more. He's more important for his team, so I think he will get it. But I wouldn't be shocked if Bunting somehow came with the upset. I got to give credit, like like Joel did. They're not going to vote for the old for man that two out. years in a no, row. No, <laughs> they're, absolutely, they're absolutely not. And, yeah, our time in Panarin won it over Goss's Bear that year. Still bitter about that. But I'm just saying there's a case to be made for Bunting. <laughs> if, you just, if you just look at the numbers, that's it. But Darren won it over Gossesburg. Like McDavid wasn't a fucking thing, even though he missed a lot of years in this rookie. Um, okay. Let me let me let me clear the air here, boys. Michael Bunting, okay. He gets a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't be in the talk. He played with fucking Matthews and you know Mitch Marner and shit. Well, you know what? He didn't start the year there, man. He started the year on this team's fourth line, okay? And do you know who was the guy on that lineup to start the season? Nick fucking Richie. So that just goes to show that just because you're on a line with these guys doesn't mean that you're automatically set for success. What happened to Nick fucking Richie? He had an absolutely abysmal year for the Leafs and ended up getting traded to fucking Arizona. So, you know, I get it. It helps your cause if you're playing with guys like that. You'd be absolutely insane to say that's not the case. And it does. But you got to earn that, man. And he does everything right. He's filling the shoes of Zach Hyman, who is notorious for doing the job, going in the corners, getting the puck. Simple shit like that that, honestly, it's not so simple anymore, man. Like, a lot of players aren't willing to do that. Bunting thrived from it, and he was rewarded with it. And, you know, rightfully so, he should be. So give some credit for this guy. Yeah, he's a little bit older. I think he was drafted in the same draft as Nathan McKinnon or, like, a year after or something <laughs> like that. But, like, fuck, dude. Like, come on. Like, it's it's a sick story. The guy put up numbers. You can't say he doesn't produce. And just because you're in that role doesn't mean that you're automatically set to succeed, man. So, uh you know, as a Leaf, a Leaf Nation loves this guy to death. He's a local kid, right? He's from Scarborough. That's fucking sick. And he's gritty, man. He represents everything that most Leaf fans want. He reminds you of, like, the Darcy Talkers of back in the day and shit like that, right? So give the guy a lot of credit. Obviously, I'm biased in this, but I like my boy Bunting. Uh, fuck Zegris. If Zegris wins, it's an embarrassment to the league. I'm not even going to say his <laughs> name because it's just embarrassing, and he should be embarrassed about how embarrassed he is. Uh, but oh, yeah. Tri- I think I was the only one to defend John Tortorella when he made those comments, and I think <laughs> right? I think you're coming around on my side there, right? Yeah, 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 fair enough. Um, but truth be told, it's it's probably going to go to fucking Adolf Sider over here or whatever. His name is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, we'll head down to the uh, the Norris uh, nominations here. Who do we got? We got holy fuck, boys! Like. This we got three great players here, three unbelievable defensemen that had an absolutely unreal year. But truth be told, there's one runaway. Uh, Kale McCarr, first nomination. Uh, Roman Yossi, he had a great fucking year, dude. Give give that guy all the credit in the world. And then of course, there's the de- the best defenseman in the league, Victor Hedman. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, man? I th- I think it's going to be close. We saw the odds go back and forth towards the end of the season with Yossi and McCarr. Uh, both Joel and I called those two out, so we should have should have the winner no matter what. I mean, Yossi had 96 points, Makar had 86. I think if Yossi had those four extra points, got to 100, he would have gotten probably garnered more votes. He's already won one in uh back in 2020, so he's been in, been in there before. So maybe that'll that'll help him, but it also could hurt him with Makar having an amazing season, showing off in the playoffs. If he wins it, he absolutely deserves it as well. It's it's really a toss-up for me here. I'm hoping Yossi wins it just because I have a few bets on him, but I, I could see it going either way. Based on what I've heard and the, the from what the voters are saying, I think that the the Yossi's going to win this thing, but I don't think that he should. I mean, Makar is remaking that position. He is the 
he, there's going to be guys who want to play like Makar. Uh, Yossi is is unreal, of course, as is Hedman. They're both uh, totally uh, perfect defenders, but Makar is something else. He's uh, something in between a defenseman and a forward, and he can play both sides of the ice. And you saw him just take over that series. Uh, uh, the dominance of him over Yossi is epitomized with his OT winning goal in game two, where uh, Yossi's lying down on the ice as Makar scores that goal. So like, <laughs> he was the first one to hail Kale, right? So that just uh, epitomizes it. But uh, I, I have a feeling that Yossi's going to win this. I'm uh, going to lose some money there, but uh, Makar will win one in the future. So uh, I will be heartened by that at least. Um. All right. Now, Roman Yossi might get this, okay? He's had an absolutely incredible year. And keep in mind, like, what what might come into it, yeah, he's won a Norris, you know, in his career already and as of late. But, like, they have a tendency to kind of, the voters have a tendency to favor the older guy, right? Especially the guy that, you know, maybe in, you know, six or seven years, he might not even be in the fucking league, right? And Kel McCarr, <laughs> Kel McCarr is going to be winning fucking Norris's for, Christ, the next 20 years, or at least in the conversation for the next 15 years or so. That's how good this fucking kid is, right? So would it really surprise you to see it going to Yossi? No, it wouldn't surprise me to see that happen. Now, should it? I'm in Kels McCarr's camp, man, here. This guy, <laughs> this fucking kid has been absolutely incredible, dude. Like, when was the last time you saw a defenseman with offensive skill doing the shit that he did? Like, all I can think of is, like, Eric Carlson in his prime. People forget just how good he was, but you see that in Kale McCarr, right? Like, actually, side note, I had an argument with my cousin, like, a couple months ago and shit. This kid's younger, right? But he loves fucking hockey. And he was like, what's all this Eric Carlson hype? Because all he's ever known has been Carlson being shit. People forget just how fucking good he was in Ottawa in his prime, man. But you see that in Kale McCarr. Like, it's the same kind of shit, if not better, dude. And that's He can play scary. defense, though. <laughs> that's exactly it, right? Like you said, he plays both ends of the ice just that well. So, like, this is a special kid, man. Um, credit to Avalanche organization, too, for putting him in a spot to succeed this year and kind of giving him the reins as, like, number one defenseman, right? You know, they they moved on from the likes of Tyson Berry and, like, shit like that, right? And obviously, you know, you can't really compare the two, but they... uh. They made the right move, man. This kid's an absolute fucking stud. And if he doesn't win it this year, I, he's, I swear to God, we're going to go on a tear of 10 years of this guy being in the conversation every year. Did I ever tell you guys I shared a plane with uh, Kale McCarr? Was that when you were in the fucking no. bathroom sucking his dick because you love him so much? Or... <laughs> I do that every episode, don't I? <laughs> Mile High Club, baby. No, I was in, uh, you know, I used to go to Denver every year, watch a few games. And uh, last time I was there, I saw four Avs games. And then on the flight home to uh, Vancouver, it was a layover in Calgary, and he was going home for the All-Star break. So I was sitting there with the with him in the uh, the waiting area and all that. He was surrounded by kids, getting his autograph and all that shit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was right there with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you see him again, tell him to listen to our show. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. I think that wraps up. Anything you guys want to add there, or no? We good? Hedman's not winning it. I don't know why you wasted your breath on that. Uh, Yossi's older than Hedman by 20 days, so that's, that's that. That's it. Hmm. Old man Yoss. Now, Hedman's still the best D man in the league, if you ask me. You know, like, uh, yeah, I'll Con- be honest with that. Consistent year to year, Hedman's mm-hmm. the best 100%. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $10 Win $200 promotion, where a $10 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. 
And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same-game parlays with the Win's own Build Your Own Bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three-leg or more Build Your Own Bet parlay between Thursday and Saturdays. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers this upcoming spring. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the other 4 million men who trust Manscaped. Use code SGP to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped are the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0. Inside this ball care bundle, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer is a pube assassin that is waterproof and equipped with an LED light, so you bet it's a major key to the new shower routine. This elite trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. Although your balls might look like punching bags, don't treat them like one and benefit from their proprietary skin-safe technology. Have you ever met someone who finds nose hair as attractive? The Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose and ear holes. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial, so your balls stop sticking to your leg. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, spray-on toner for your balls, which will keep you smelling fresh down there, just like spring flowers. Complete your grooming game this spring with a new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. If you purchase now, you will receive two free gifts, the performance boxer briefs and shed travel bag. Smell and feel good this spring. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Uh, all right, boys, that covers our NHL news, more so specifically our award news. Um, we did something today that we've done a couple times, but this time we actually had a couple answers, which is nice. <laughs> we have a listener fucking question segment here, okay? Now I'm going to give us a little, a little heads up. Some of these questions are better than the others. Uh, this first one on the... Ah, <laughs> no, <laughs> this first one on the docket is such a left. Like, this is out. This guy is out to lunch. The fact that he would even ask this. All right. So I got to be I don't even want to read this. It's uh, but we're going to fucking do it anyways. The first one's from our boy, Munaf. Uh, he's high. You know, I think he's just a little bit sad. He's having a rough go ever since the Knights didn't even make the fucking playoffs. Who would have called that to start the year? <laughs> um, first question for our boy Moon up here. We got it from the Slack. We did put this on Slack and Twitter. Uh, yeah. Why is Talon such a jerk? Uh, boys, I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you kick this one off. What do you think? Why is Talon such a jerk? Uh, I, I think it's just that you're the undertaker and uh, he is known for the overtaker. So I feel like that, that just has to be the only possible thing he could have have a qualm with. 
<laughs> yeah, it's just the fact that uh, you shit on the Knights for being the shitty organization <laughs> that they are, who uh, fired their great head coach, Shark Land, and replaced him with uh, Peter DeBoer, even though they're winning fucking games. And, of course, Peter DeBoer is a choker. Uh, and uh, all the flurry shit and H. Smith shit. And the fact that they, yeah, keep treating these players and coaches like shit. So uh, Talon is right to uh, call on the lights. And uh, sometimes these crybaby fans don't like that. So uh, Talon's just calling it as it is. And Munaf can't handle the heat. Uh, you know what they say. If, uh, if you can't handle the heat, then, you know, stay out of the kitchen. And I think part of it, too, is you just can't handle the truth there, bud. You know, the Knights, uh, they, they have a history. Not a long history, but in their short history, they've uh, they've been assholes. You know, they're... I don't know. They're, I'm trying to think of someone that's uh, that's new that's a dick, but I can't even really. They're, they're the fucking Trevor Zegras of the <laughs> NHL, okay? That's what the Golden Knights are. They're just a bunch of losers. Uh, no, they're a sick team, though. But Mood, if I, I gave him the answer in the Slack, man. The reason why I'm such a jerk is because I've been a Leaf fan my entire life, and I've been hurt before, buddy. So I don't have much to be happy about. So that's your answer to that question. <laughs> uh, thank you for submitting that, though. Love you. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, moving on down here, we got another one. I think, what, did we get this one from Twitter here? Uh, oh, holy <laughs> fuck. We, I, I think we're going to have to stop doing these segments after this fucking question. <laughs> Our boy Ken, at Twitter, he's at KemNN007. Uh, reading this, I don't know, you're like the Pierce Brosman's at 007. <laughs> uh, okay, either way, who do we got? Who do you like more? Barkov or Crosby? <laughs> Joel, I'm going to throw this one to you, bud. Who do you like more, Alexander Barkov or Sidney Crosby? Uh, I think I'll take the guy who scored the OT gold medal winning goal for Canada in Vancouver. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> no, fuck Sidney Crosby. Uh, oh, Barkov all the way here. Get the fuck out of here! You're such a dick. Um, no, dude, I I do I I don't even want to entertain it. Crosby, are you fucked? It's fucking Sidney Crosby, man. Are you nuts? This guy's still breaking records. Didn't he just pass like somehow like the most playoff goals or some shit like that or something stupid? I don't fucking know. This guy's been so good. This guy would if he had to play a full season this year, you're looking at like at least 110 points out of Sid easily, man. Like. He's a fine wine, bro. Like it's fucking Sidney Crosby. Yeah, Barkov's great. Don't want to shit on Barkov, but like Jesus fucking Christ, dude, it's Sidney Crosby. I think Crosby's like two points behind Lemieux for playoff points. Okay, yeah, two points. And you think he's gonna get two playoff points? They would probably get two playoff points next fucking game if he comes back. <laughs> probably we'll won't play again. This and that's that's well. Lemieux, one of the greatest players ever. Yeah, Barkov is awesome. Like he's a great uh, selkie guy, but it's, of course it's, not, he is. it's not a fair comparison. <laughs> Who do you like better, Michael Bunting or Alex Ovechkin? Uh, <laughs> Michael Bunting, by the way. Uh, <laughs> okay, we'll keep on heading down here. This is a long-winded one. What do we got here? Uh, who who even was this? Beijing Wings. Yeah, correct. This is our yeah. boy from the Slack. Okay, B Dubs, B Dubs. That's my boy. Uh, okay, if we believe this can turn the series, bet the Rags to win the series for maximum value. Brackets, obviously more risk. Or bet this game by game. Okay, good question here. Smart play. The other side of the bet is, will there be an overreaction and to take the pens with that value? What does the crew think? That's a good That's a good question here, man. A lot of in-depth here. Ryan, what do you think, bud? Yeah, I, he uh, DM'd me this on Slack, and I told him this, this is such a horrible timing for this because we have no idea what's going to happen with Sidney Crosby. But if, if you like the Rangers here... Um, 
We're going to get into the game and series later, but look, just going ahead here, the odds for the Rangers to win game six are minus 130 to win the series are plus 200. So if you like them in the series, I, I don't see why you wouldn't just bet them game one or game game six, take the winnings, roll them over into a game seven bet rather than just getting the plus 200, especially if you can get this and then Crosby's out and the line goes up. I, th- I think the Rangers have what it takes to come back, especially if Jari's not back. You played played well tonight, so I would say just go with game by game. Yeah, I have to agree there. When it comes to uh, betting this stuff in series, you get the the the, uh, the benefit of watching the games and seeing how they're going. Maybe there's some injuries and all that uh, before the series starts. Okay, there's some value on just betting the series altogether. Uh, but when you're this deep into it, you'd rather just uh, bet it game by game. That way, you're not getting fucked by an injury. You can get lucky with an injury the other way too, of course, but. <laughs> Um, the safer play here would just be to uh, roll over the the winnings from game six. All right, I'm uh okay, so I wouldn't bet the series, all right, but that's because simply even without Sidney Crosby, I don't think the fucking Rangers are gonna win this, man. Look at Pittsburgh's record without Sidney Crosby all time: 121 wins, 64 losses, 28 ties. Okay, obviously you don't have a tie in playoffs, so you can throw that out the window. But still, man, everybody keeps forgetting there's another there's another head of that fucking two-headed horse there in Pittsburgh. And what's his name? Arguably the ugliest player in the fucking NHL. Evgeny fucking Melkin, okay? This guy lives for these fucking moments, you know, and he always has. Whenever Sid hasn't played or, you know, he's missed time because of a significant injury, who goes on the best fucking runs of their season? It's fucking Geno, man. He lives for this shit. It's what he does. It's He's been... No, Melkin's an absolutely unreal player, but he's one of those guys, man. He's been number two, you know, and it sucks being number two for your entire career. He's been a very successful number two, but uh, I'm I'm <laughs> picking Geno here to just absolutely tear some fucking butts up here, man. So I'm not going to be betting the rags anyway. I'm going to be taking the pens, and I think they do this in game six, dude. Yeah, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. Take the pens. I agree with you on one thing there, Talon. It's that uh, Evgeny Malkin is definitely a number two. <laughs> what about when I call them ugly? You don't agree with that? He's, he's the ugliest and the dirtiest as well. <laughs> Spoken like a true Flyers fan. Um, all right, here. Last thing on the question. Uh, this is from my boy Bandwagoner in the Slack as a beauty too. Uh, why is the Leafs fan base such a diehard fan base compared to pretty much every other team? Uh, I'll 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 take the reins on this one, boys. It's simply because uh, every other team and their fans are uh, are in in superior or are not as good. What's the inferior. word I'm looking for? Inferior. Thank you very much, Joel. <laughs> every other team's fans are, are inferior. Every other team is inferior. Every other management, every other organization as a whole. Uh, you know how sometimes teams have like team dogs and shit? Every other team's dog is inferior. It's just, it's it's the hockey mecca, man. That's what it is. It's Toronto, okay? And I know they get the bad rap for their fans and shit when they go to games because nobody can afford a fucking ticket because we're Leaf fans and we're all broke as shit and they're expensive. Expensive, but uh, it's the hockey mecca, buddy. It's as simple as that. You know, you got you got the best team and the best sport in the world. So that's that's what you're gonna get. Simple as that. Right, I, I got a serious answer and then, then a fun answer. Serious answer is when they were good, when they won their Stanley Cups was so many years ago, and you become a fan through your family. It's passed down through your father and grandfather, or for the least, maybe your great grandfather. Uh, when they last won, so it's that it's them being <laughs> it's them being Canada's team. They're up there. That they, they they have the history. 
But then a funny answer here is like, yeah, I, I love it though. I saw Talon quote tweeted this guy before. The guy that has like his basement is just like decked out with leaf stuff. That, that's fucking awesome. If if you can afford to do that, and Fuck you want to yeah. go for it. I love that. Like we're gonna make fun of him for it, but you would definitely want to be that person where you have that much money you can just deck out your house like that. So it's it's I would love to see that diehardness rather than the coyotes or or teams like that where you don't need to get fans to 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 sell in a playoff game. Well, obviously it starts with the fact that uh they're an original six team. Uh they were winning franchise for a long time. Not anymore, obviously, but back in the day, that's how they <laughs> built it up. You know, it's like the New York Yankees, right? Uh if the Yankees never won again since nineteen sixty seven. They would still have that that same cult following coming from New York, huge city Huge media media presence, you know. ESPN loved fucking Yankees, right? It's the same thing in Canada with Sportsnet. They love the fucking Leafs. The Leafs are uh, pandered to. They they, uh, you know, back in the day there was Montreal for the French, and Toronto for all the English. So throughout Canada, if you weren't French, you liked the Maple Leafs. So that gets passed down throughout Canada, and uh, you know until all these other teams started popping up, you were a Leafs fan, and that continues to this day. If if you're not a Vancouver Canucks fan, you're not a Calgary Flames fan, you're a Leafs fan. Uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's basically, it is Canada's team. I will admit that, but that, that generates this love and hate thing, uh, between Canadians. You know, it, if you're not a Leafs fan, you hate the Leafs. That's just how it goes. Uh, and I love it. You know, you, you, you love to hate the Leafs. That's, that's just part of it. Uh, Americans don't really understand this, at least as far as hockey goes. Maybe it's like the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, uh, yeah. same kind of thing there. Uh, so yeah, diehard fan base, I mean, uh, their their fans are r- ridiculous. The way that they're hot and cold all the time. You know, they they win a game. They're the best fucking team ever. They lose. They want to fucking fire everyone and uh, get everyone <laughs> off the team. So uh, yeah, that that might seem like a diehard kind of thing, but uh, yeah, they're the biggest team in the league for a reason. They uh, you're right. That is the hockey mecca. But uh, that said, they haven't won shit since 1967. So. Uh, uh, it's it's just one of those things. I love the tradition and all that, but uh, the fans are hard to take a lot of the time. <laughs> You don't even have to be like a Leafs fan or a hockey fan. Just like watch Twitter or whatever during the course of a Leafs playoff game. Just (laughs) Just watch fucking talent and slack. People, yeah, exactly. And like I I relate to it because I'm not a big football guy, but I I live in Philadelphia, so there's a bunch of Eagles fans. And like every week of the season, it's like it's like life or death. Like the first quarter, the sky's falling, man. Second quarter, and then like it's like okay, the Eagles are probably down by like a few touchdowns now, and they're they're up by three. It's like come on, it's like. (laughs) <laughs> they're, they're just it's it's so diehard it, it's good to see that that's what sports are it, it takes your attention away from from real life and you can put your frustrations or your joys onto something else so diehard diehard fan bases are 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 shit on a lot but they're definitely needed for for sports now i will do i'd much rather have that than the fucking you know florida fans arizona coyotes fans those yeah, yeah, yeah. fan bases don't right. even know how so the Flor- florida fans are good works. florida fans are good no they what do you mean? They didn't even know how hockey hockey existed in their town until the Panthers <laughs> won the freaking President's Trophy. Yo, he's right. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I got to put a disclaimer out here. There's a lot of Leaf fans that are out to fucking lunch, bro. Like, you see, right, you touch that. You look on Twitter, you see some of these takes these guys make, man. And even I'm in a couple of Leafs Facebook groups, bro. And some of the shit that you see in there is absolutely like these people should be arrested they should be arrested for having some of these takes that's how fucking nuts they are they are so bad like you can tell that some of these uh, some of these people like literally i I don't even know where they come up with this shit i I can't even get into it it's absolutely asinine so i i'll full-on say as a least friend i understand 
why people don't like Leafs fans. I don't like Leafs fans for fuck's sakes, okay? That's how nuts these are. But that doesn't change the fact that I fucking love this team, all right? So... I don't know. Like it's like it's like anything else in life, you know. You got both ends of the spectrum when it comes to something like this, right? You got people that are over the top, you know, always supportive to a point that's too supportive. Then you have people that are too fucking negative whenever anything happens, and then you got a bunch of people in the middle that are kind of reasonable, right? So it's like anything else, man. But I don't know. It, it, it's pretty cool. And as someone that actually lives in Toronto now as a Leaf fan, there's nothing fucking better in the world than going out to the bar after a big Leafs win. I'll tell you that firsthand. Also, there's nothing wrong with winning 400 fucking bucks when your team's down, baby. Let's go. Love that shit. Um, okay, that pretty much covers it. There's one quick thing I was going to throw in here. I might catch you guys off guard. We can touch on it, even if it's just for a second. Uh, Montreal winning the draft lottery. Any Any takes, uh. anything, or what? I mean, it, it's cool that they won the draft lottery and the draft's there, and they did have the worst record, so they did deserve it, I guess. It's not a generational player, Shane Wright. He's a good, like, two-way center, so give, give them someone to build around. Uh, I'm disappointed the Flyers were the only team to <laughs> drop in the rankings down to five, so just the, the season from hell continues. But but And the Devils, of course, moved up again. But, yeah, the Canadians deserve some sort of hope for the future. I like it. Uh, you know, I, I talked about the traditional fan bases and all that, and Montreal's definitely one of them. Uh, the original six teams should be good. It's much better when those teams are good, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, if they get a better draft pick from it, that's that's fine with me, especially if it means uh, the fucking Coyotes who just tank the season away. Uh, don't get that pick. Uh, mm-hmm. Screw them. I don't care about their freaking fake-ass team. Uh, and yeah, just... Uh, uh, go Habs, I guess. <laughs> the Arizona State <laughs> University Coyotes. You don't want to see them getting the first overall pick. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they don't want to go there either. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. They, I don't know. Like, good for Montreal, I guess. And, and truth be told, give some credit, dude. If they get a one-two punch, you know, you know, Shane Wright ends up being like a half-decent player. They get a one-two center punch of fucking Nick Suzuki and uh, Shane Wright. That's there's nothing to hate there, man. So kudos to Montreal. You know, it's. It's one of those things, obviously, I'm not going to love it, but uh, hey, whatever, man. Montreal, House fans are pretty fucking sick, too, right? As far as passion goes, I don't think it gets more passionate than House fans, so good for them. All right, boys, that covers everything. Uh, We'll jump into some of the games here, if that's all right with you guys. Kicking things off on the Thursday games. Obviously, we got four still, which is pretty cool. Uh, It's been a fucking sick first round. Holy shit. We'll kick things off right away. We got the at the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Carolina Hurricanes against the Boston Bruins. Uh, this game's going. It's game six. It's heading back to Boston. Uh, Carolina on the money line. It's a plus 105. Canes are a dog. Holy shit. Bruins are sitting at minus 125 on the money line. The over-unders at six. Overpay now plus 105. The under minus 125. Uh, to live bet the series. Carolina's paying off 360. And Boston's at plus 280 here. Um... Shit, man. Like, did you guys hear the Tony D'Angelo comments where he was like, oh, I can't wait to go back to Carolina because the building's louder. Like, that's just a shot in the vein. That's a fucking shot in the jugular adrenaline boost. That's a fucking double barrel line of fucking chotch on a college Tuesday before wing night going to the bar. Boys, I think the broods are coming out rocking here, man. Holy shit. Part of me wants to take the Canes because I still kind of think they're going to win this series. Antiranta's actually been playing unreal, but like... 
after comment like that, you know how those scumbags in Boston are going to be fucking acting, both on and off the ice, fans and the team. Give me the Bruins minus 125 at home in the garden. I think we know uh, where I'm going with this. I, I have to take the Canes as underdogs here. They're they're getting better as the season as the uh, series goes series goes along. Had their best uh, expected goals four percentage last game. Of course, it was at home, but I feel like they they got in Boston's head a little bit. They were they were definitely the better team. So I'll, I'll take them to close out the series at, at plus odds. And uh, on the total, I do like the over six at plus one hundred five. There's been six or more goals in every game so far. It's likely to push there, but Maybe look at a, at a team total, too, because there's been a team scoring five goals in uh, four of the five games so far. But I like, yeah, like the Hurricanes plus 105 and the over six at plus 105. Yeah, you spoke your love for Tony D'Angelo, but it was actually Brad Marchand who got under, under his skin first, making take that critical oh, yes, pally yes. late in game four. And then later on, Tony Angelo throwing his stick at the, the guy who's going for the empty net. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Tony D'Angelo definitely a, a wild one. Uh, <laughs> I did not speak speak highly of Tony. D'Angelo. I know I'm that, that was talent. I, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just clarifying. Yeah. Okay, game, I don't think I don't think anybody spoke high on Tony D'Angelo. Okay, I don't want, don't fucking get me canceled here, boys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, we we kind of defended him, you know, at the beginning of the season, all that, you know. Good player. Wasn't that nothing he did was that bad? It's just everyone hated him. It was one of those things. Anyway, yeah. yeah, oh hell of a player this year. He stepped in for Dougie Hamilton for fuck's sakes, and they got him for basically free, right? They're barely paying him anything too. So yeah. great move for the Canes. He's uh, been a big reason for their success. Anyway, for this game, yeah, I'm on the Bruins side for sure. At only minus one twenty five. Uh, Swayman's been a bit shaky, but still better than Olmark. Uh, he's been obviously he's better at home than uh, that away game. But uh, yeah, the Bruins—they—they've they, still been playing well, uh, even in that uh, that away game. They just can't get that power play going, and they kept taking these bad penalties. Uh, if they can clean that up and uh, get the power play going, I think they can win this game. Plus the Canes, they, uh, yeah, they 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 got some discipline now. Like the, in the regular season, they took a lot of penalties, but of course their penalty kill is awesome. Uh, but they, I don't think they took. I uh, maybe took one or two penalties at most in that game five. Uh, I think that there'll be a few more here, and the the Bruins can get that power play going. Um, it has been a bit better of late, uh, as opposed to early in the series and late in the season. So I think the Bruins here minus one twenty five. This is a you know bear against the wall kind of thing. You got a cornered bear. He's he's wounded. He's gonna strike back. And, uh, <laughs> what chance does a does a, a weather pattern have against a bear? <laughs> right. You ever seen a fucking bear fight a hurricane, bud? <laughs> exactly. Right. Only minus 125 for a do or die game. Give me the Bruins. You know those old fucks will get it done. Uh, even better than that, the over six here, plus 105. I think you're good. Either way, even if the Canes win this game, they're going to be pumping that empty net because uh, the Bruins will pull it down uh, extra early. Over six here, I think is fine. Uh, push insurance there. And uh, yeah, if the Bruins win, they're going to come out aggressive. They're going to score a few goals. Maybe uh, Ronta's a little little shy of this big moment and all that but i know he's been playing great but like orion said all these games i've gone over so there's there's clearly some offensive hockey been played and a lot of penalties too so uh yeah get the power plays going and uh, put some pucks in that so give me the over six plus one of five and the bruins minus 125 no rant has been great i mean i meant to mention this goalie situation because swayman started last game gave up four i, I thought maybe they would go back to Allmark for for game six, but they're going with Swayman again, so that, that just makes me feel more, even more confident, and especially over, but also the Hurricanes. 
All right, we'll jump down to the 7.30 p.m. slot here. Uh, we got... Oh, oh, boys. Can you believe what we got here? Like, can you believe it? You guys know where I'm going to go? You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what I'm saying. We got the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa. This is game six. Leafs are up 3-2 in the series. Leafs on the money line sitting at plus 105. Lightning on the money line minus 125. Over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. The series bets. Leafs are paying off minus 350 to win. Lightning are at plus 275. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. Gentle little men, boys, this is it. It's getting done. You know, I was talking about earlier, like Leaf fans are on all ends of the spectrum. Some of them hate them. Some of them love them. Some of them are in between. I've heard so many people say, ah, we're not going to get them this game. We're going to come back, though. We're going to win it in game seven. You're fucked. You're so wrong. This is the fucking game, okay? This is it, dude. Everybody's saying, oh, Vasilevsky, you know, he's won 15 fucking straight playoff games coming off a loss. The guy's unbeatable. All this shit. Tampa Bay and Tampa, they're an absolute wagon, which they are. All of those things are very much true. But there's something different in the air in the city, man. And let me tell you right now, you used to go into games like this, every playoff game as a Leaf fan, you were nervous. You were borderline scared. And it's a little bit different this year, boys. You're as a Leaf fan, you're fucking excited to watch this game. You want to see what happens. It's just like last night, baby. Leafs go down two nothing on the first, in the first period, got outshot sixteen to four. This team bounces back. Everything's going right, man. You got guys like Spezza stepping up and firing the troops up. You got some solid defensive plays from veteran players like Mark Giordano and Morgan Riley. But most importantly, your best players got to be your best players in playoffs, man. Mitch Marner. Has been a fucking stud this series. And this is the guy who had the entire weight of Toronto on his back, man. People were giving this guy so much shit for his most recent playoff performance the past two years. Every narrative that has ever been with this team has not been the case this this playoff run. Now, there's been struggles. You've had guys like John Tavares, you know, who have had a tough go and shit. Now, defensively, he's been doing what he can. So give the guy a bit more credit than you do. Uh, you know, Johnny T, he hasn't shown up as much on the offensive side of the sheet as you would want to see. And truth be told, ever since game one, you haven't seen the best of Austin Matthews. Now, that changed a bit last night. He had a fucking hell of a game. But, um, boys, there's there's something special in the air in the Toronto right now. And I'm, you know, uh, I, I'm not a religious man, but I do fucking believe in the hockey gods. And I'm telling you right now, quote this you can fucking quote tweet it sharky you can have a blast with this one bud there ain't gonna be a game seven the leafs are fucking getting it done in tampa and you know what for the longest time when it's come to games like this for this team it's always been close games or they've just gotten the fucking wheels beat off them right away it's gonna be fucking fashionable they're gonna be up fucking two nothing after the first period it's not even gonna be in question that the leafs are taking this game man this is it. This is what we've been fucking waiting for. Leafs are going to win this game in game six. They're going to win the series, and it's going to be unhandedly, all right? Fucking let's go, Leafs, bud. Yeah, I, I don't agree. I think that uh, people <laughs> won't be surprised by that whatsoever. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky and the Lightning, awful loss, especially at home, especially against the Leafs, who are 1-8 when leading the series in the Austin Matthews era. So you got to take the lightning here at minus 125. I'm also looking at the puck line plus 190. I think that's a great price for Tampa Bay to be able to win by two. Uh, they've won both of their games by 
by at least two, five, three, and seven, three. Uh, there's going to be a game seven. Tampa Bay is going to win game six. And I, I would also lean to the over six and a half at minus 120. Talent is talking like his team has a killer instinct. But you know what? If they had a killer instinct, they would have won game four. Or at least they would have shown some fucking spirit after they went down a couple of goals. Instead, we have Sheldon Keith talking after the game. Oh, yeah, we came where we came before. We got we got one game out of two. You know, we, two, we... <laughs> Is that your Keith? <laughs> I don't know what he fucking sounds like. I'm just uh, making fun of him, okay? Uh, yeah, they, 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 there's no killer instinct here, right? Credit to them for coming back in that game against the Lightning. That's something that you don't see too often from the Leafs team. So maybe this team is different, like they say, every year. But uh, it's, the, it's the Lightning. You, you still have to beat them to prove me wrong. And uh, to beat them in six games would be extra impressive, considering you have to do it down there in Tampa. Uh um, so yeah, I, I'll take the lightning here. Only minus one twenty-five. Um, yeah, I'm just going to trust the team that's done it for. I've said it a couple of times uh, last couple of episodes. So uh, yeah, Leafs just have to prove it before I put my money on them. Man, there's so many things that have to happen in this game. Like, don't get me wrong, you're playing Tampa. Like, they're a fucking juggernaut, okay? And more importantly, what you have to do, you kind of have to take their defense out of the offense early if that makes any sense if you guys know what i'm saying like, this is a team with tampa and they got their guys like fucking ryan mcdonough and fucking victor hedman like these guys drive play they show up they score fucking goals man so what you gotta do if you're elite like, if you're the leafs here you gotta make plays early exiting your own end you can't just rim it around the boards you gotta catch these guys flat-footed and make a play on the exit when these guys are trying to pinch up and hold the line to generate offense, and you got to make them pay, and that way for the rest of the game they're a little they're a little hesitant. They're on their toes. They're not going to be playing their style of game where they want to step up and make those plays because they've been burnt. So you need to fucking make a play. None of this rimming it out and hoping for the fucking best. You got to make a couple plays on the blue line early, generate some two on ones, get those headmans, get those fucking Madonnas to be a little bit skeptical when it comes to playing their own game, man. So there there's so many things that this Leafs team has to do, and that's just fucking one of them all right like you i've boys i've been watching some tape okay i've been looking back at tampa games and like their goals and shit this year and that's the one thing i fucking noticed about that team man those guys are so good in the offensive zone or zone of holding the line it's absolutely ridiculous so if you can if you can do that and do it early i, I don't know and i'm not like the Leafs know this. They don't need fucking some loser on a podcast like me fucking saying this. But, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it, There's so much shit I could get into here. But I'm just going to leave it at this. I got nothing but faith in this fucking team. All right. So let's fucking go, boys. Um, all you're right. right. You're right. The, the Lightning were uh, one of the worst teams so far as giving up uh, odd man rushes late in the season. So that is the key to success for the Leafs. The trouble is the Leafs are so gung-ho themselves that they forget their defensive assignments a lot of the time. So <laughs> it can go both ways. But we'll see how it happens there uh, tomorrow, Thursday night. Be excited for this one. Boys, let me tell you right now, I will be off work at 11 o'clock. And if the Leafs win, I am fucking walking down Young Street. I'm going to be so fucking drunk. I'm not even going to know my name, okay? Holy shit. I'm going to be giraffe drunk, man. I'm going to be like Ryan off like three beers. <laughs> um, okay we're brought to you by athletic greens in their ag1 supplement 
So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. We'll head down to the 9.30 p.m. slot here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Minnesota Wild. This game is heading back to St. Louis. St. Louis with a chance to close at home, man. They are up 3-2 in this series. Arguably the tightest, closest series of the entire uh, playoffs so far. Uh, Minnesota on the money line is paying off minus 105. Blues money line minus 115. So still pretty close to being a pick em. The over-unders at 6.5. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Minnesota to win the series at plus 215. St. Louis to win the series at minus 265. Ryan, what do you think here, bud? What do you got? I think that this series will get to a game seven here. The Wild, I think, have been really the better team, even though the, the it's really been back and forth with blowouts every time. It hasn't they haven't had a close game. It was four nothing, six two, five one, five two, five two again. Uh Wild lost two straight. I don't know if they're gonna be able to lose three straight. To the Blues, that's that's a lot for St. Louis, even though they are at home. I, I would link to the Wild here, minus 105. Maybe even just take them in this series, plus 215. If, if they win game six, 
go back home. Have, have a better goalie. Bennington hasn't impressed me in two games. I think he'll regress a little bit. I also like the over six and a half here at plus 100. But my best bet is the uh, good old first period over one and a half. You can get it around minus 140. It's hit in uh, every game so far of this series. And I think it'll be another high scoring game in game six. Yeah, speaking of high scoring, I'm surprised the six and a half is at plus 100 instead of a, a minus number in front of it. Uh, it's given the fact that these series, these uh, series has been high scoring. Uh, both goalies not playing well, whether it's Benetton or Husso or uh, Fleury for the Wild. But I, I'm going to betray or contradict myself earlier in the show when I said maybe if the Rangers just uh, uh, take them game by game and don't want don't worry about the series here it's plus 215 for the wild when they're only minus 105 for this game and then they'll be like a minus 160 ish favorite at home i think the series price here will actually be better than rolling that over um especially given the fact that you can monitor the blues injuries going into game seven maybe those guys try to play like scandela and krug and all that uh so that's interesting maybe just sprinkle plus 215 for the wild i think that they do push this to a game seven uh, i already have money on the wild to win this series so i'm not going to do anything with it myself but uh that's the way i would lean i think the wild win this game and uh yeah it'll be maybe they'll have the edge there in game seven too so uh yeah, but also over six and a half at plus one hundred. That's a good bet as well. So give me the over here and the wild. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like Minnesota, man. I I honestly thought like I I I think I bet them in their picks. I bet them to win by two games. Like obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but I still like Minnesota in this series, dude. Like. St. Louis, give credit to St. Louis. Right? You know, Vinny fucking Huso has been an absolute stud. This guy's been lights out. Um. But I, I just like Minnesota, dude. Like I've been saying it since the since playoffs before they even started. This team has a fuck of a lot more to play for because it's gonna get pretty fucking grim there in Minnesota for the next couple of years. So you know, balls are on the line here, man. You're going into St. Louis on the road against an unreal team with the blues, and it's a must-win situation. Not only that, but you gotta win the next game too. We'll get into that obviously later. Um but Give me the wild, man. Minus 105. I'm with you. I, I still think they can get it done. I, you know, if if I didn't have any money on this series already, which is not the case, I got all, I've been I've been live betting this series as teams of one and shit. Uh, I would be on Minnesota plus 215, right? Like that's a decent price. Um, the over two, like you brought up, like 6.5 span on plus 100. There's been nothing but goals in this, man. Um, yeah. Either way, Minnesota. I think the only team like this. If you're a fan of either team, this is sick. This has been some sick hockey to watch. Uh, the only people that lose are Seattle Kraken fans because you guys decided to not draft Vladimir Tarasenko in the expansion draft. So, hey, uh, I, I, that's going to be the dumbest thing that's ever happened in the past 10 years. So, um, But, yeah, give me Minnesota in this, man. I, I, I like the wild minus 105 here. All right, we'll head down to the 10 p.m. slot, the last game on the docket on the Thursday night. Uh, this series got a little spicy, boys. Uh, I don't mean to toot my own tires here, but it's almost like someone called this one. We got the L.A. Kings against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is going to L.A., man, and L.A. is up 3-2 to two in this series. They're looking to close things out at home. Uh, Oilers on the money line sitting at minus 145. Big favorites on the road. I don't know about that. Kings are sitting at plus 125. The over-under is at 6.5. Uh, Overs paying off minus Minus 105, the under minus 115. To win the series, the Oilers are at plus 140, and the Kings are paying off minus 160. 
Now, before we get into this, let, let's do a little around the table here, boys. Darnell fucking nurse decided to be a rhinoceros and just laid a greasy headbutt last game. I don't even see who he hit, but I saw the highlight and holy shit. Uh, what do you think about Rhino Nurse here, man? Uh, I don't know. Ryan, we'll go to you here, bud. Yeah, I think he hit uh, Deneau in, in front of the net end of the second period. I, oh, I didn't see it shit. until today. He suspended for game six. I mean, the question was whether he spent one game or two games. Luckily for the Oilers, only one game. But this is a, a huge loss for them. He averaged over 25 minutes in the regular season. Their second highest defenseman in uh, time on ice has been Cody Cece, who we know is is not very good. Evan Bouchard stepped up a little bit. Then got Duncan Keith. I think this is a huge loss. You know, doing dumb shit in the playoffs is, is going to cost you, unfortunately, even though it doesn't all the time because the NHL department player safety is a joke. But Nurse is a, is a huge loss here for the Oilers, who, yeah, I don't understand how they're big favorites. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, I thought that maybe the Oilers would have enough skill to get past the, the Kings checking and all that uh, with that speed. But I also said that it's also kind of a bad matchup. Given the fact that Kopitar and Deneau are so good at uh, tracking those forwards back and uh, slowing down their game, and the way that they they swarmed around the puck and all that in in, uh, in Game Four when the Kings won, that 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 just uh, epitomizes this series. Um, just uh, they're just winning this game in structure, or there's just they they don't have enough uh, play opportunities, I guess, and then. They're not capitalizing on them when they do get them. Uh, Kings are just playing the perfect game. Plus, they're getting the goaltending, too, from Johnny Quick. Uh, uh, tough one to call, but uh, I give value here to the Kings at plus 125, uh, especially that nurse. I mean, uh, they don't have any good defensemen to begin with, so <laughs> when they lose their best one, <laughs> uh, it just sits that much worse. Um, but better play here would, for me would be under 6.5 here at minus 115. I think either way this goes, either it's like game three and the Oilers just uh, pour it on and the Kings have nothing uh, to respond fire with and the Oilers get that momentum, that confidence back. They can roll in, win this game 4-5-1, that kind of thing. Or the Kings uh, maintain that structure and uh, and maintain a, a close checking game and win this game 3-2. to two. I think both there's paths to... Uh, the under here more than the over um so yeah give me the under six and a half here as, as the better play though uh slightly into the kings there plus 125 uh yeah this is like uh <laughs> the oilers are like following in the the, the leafs path you know just a, a couple years behind right <laughs> so <laughs> uh well it'd be interesting to follow them in the offseason too yeah uh Dude, I'm in LA on this, man. Like I said from day one, I think they're going to win this fucking series. I have zero confidence in Mike Smith. Absolutely zero faith. Uh, he's been fight. good. He's He's been good, Bro. though. Uh, he's got some crazy-ass okay, plays, okay, and he okay, looks okay, fucking okay. wild as shit, but he's actually been pretty no, damn no, good. No, 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 no. Joel, it's the same thing. I think I've said this to you before. Right? Like I, I had a goalie coach say something to me once. Nobody gives a fuck about the saves you make. It's the goals you let in. And you can't be letting in softy, muffin, five-hole goals like that that kill your team in the middle of a fucking playoff run. So, like, that's fine, man. You can make all the saves you want, but if you're going to let in shit like that, it doesn't matter, all right? So, uh, I'll give him credit. You know, some of the saves he has made has been absolutely spectacular. But to me, zero faith in Mike Smith. And LA's been bringing it, dude. And with with no darn... Ryan touched on it. Look at the defensive death of Edmonton here. I still can't believe they traded Ethan Bear, dude. Are you fucking nuts? 
Um, but Darnell Nurse out for headbutting? Like, you are you decided to be a rhino, and now your team's going to be fucking out of the playoffs, okay? So it's as simple as that. Give me the Kings plus 125 here at home as dogs looking to close the series out. And keep in mind, this is a team that knows how to close a series, okay? I get they got a couple younger guys, Jamie Drysdale, you know, Sean Dursey's been an absolute stud for this team, Trevor Moore. Um, Drysdale. Drysdale, yeah, what did I say? Drysdale? <laughs> Oh, who am I Ducks. thinking? I'm thinking, who's that? Fuck, not Drysdale. No, 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 there's another one. Dirt, uh... Oh, there's a Kings kid. This is going to bug me so much. Uh, uh, it's, it's a B. It's something with a B. <laughs> um, Kill some time for me. I'm taking a look. I'm taking a look. A rookie, you said? A young guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They just drafted him last year. Uh, look at Kings um, roster. Show me the fucking Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Fuck you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Talon is a uh, Byfield. He's out though. Byfield. I thought he played like a I couple. I thought you were talking about defenseman. No, no, no. Byfield. That's yeah. who I'm talking about. Is he out? I, I thought he oh, played. He's in. He's in. Okay. Is he in? Either. Yeah, he's so. in. But he's in like Flynn. Okay. But either way, that's what I'm saying. Like this team, like uh, I think they're gonna get it done, man. And I think not a lot of people saw it coming. But I do like this. But what I was getting at is I know they got some young guys, but they also have that veteran core, dude. These guys know how to be in there. You know, the Dustin Browns, Anze Kopitar's, fucking Jonathan Quicks. Like these guys have been in this organization forever man back when they won the cup essentially those guys were all there obviously drew Doughty's injured but like you'd like to think he's still around the team you can still give some guidance to some of those younger guys you know so uh, i'd like la in this series man yeah byfield played the first two games he's been out since i'm assuming a healthy scratch because i don't see him on the injury report yeah. just to clarify i i am on the kings here at plus 125 i thought we were doing a nurse round table before getting into the game <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like the Kings at plus one. Oh, we're going long as this, but we got to get and zip through. You maybe went off the rails on this show, really? <laughs> you got to go hard and fast like a fucking rhino. I had a, I had a question here. <laughs> okay, so we we have we have four game sixes on Thursday. How many game sevens are we getting Saturday? Uh, we two obvious answers because you're gonna say okay, two two teams will win, but like over two, I, under two. What do you think? I think two. I think we're gonna get Carolina, Boston, and we're gonna get St. Louis, Minnesota. All four. Give me all four. Come Fuck on. Yeah. You. I'm with you. You guys are nuts. You guys are peanut <laughs> butter fucking nuts. Okay. I got one side question here. Uh, I know we've been a lot off track in the show, but whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? It's playoffs. Anze Kopitar. Hockey Hall of Fame? Yes or no? Five seconds each. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. I, I don't know his stats, but I feel like he definitely is underrated. So I, I would lean yes. Games played, 1,210 uh, points, 1,067. Two Selkies, one Lady Bing. Uh, was it one Stanley Cup? Yeah. Two Stanley Cups, right? Two yeah, Stanley Cups. Is this an argument? Why are you bringing this up? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like he's underrated as fuck, dude. Like, it, he, he, played in, he played in LA and as a well, leash. Anyone who says he doesn't much. deserve the Hall of Fame he's, doesn't know shit about hockey. So we yeah. don't have to spend any more time on that. East Coast bias. Okay, yes. exactly. East Coast bias, but yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame by the time his career is over. Fucking sick. Love me some Anze Kopitar. Okay, gentlemen, that covers up our Thursday <laughs> Only slightly slate better looking than Malkin. Only slightly better looking than Malkin, you know, but the truth be told, that's not a hard bar to reach. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll jump down to the Friday games here. We got three of them on the docket. Uh, King things off the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, against uh, New York Rangers. My brain just gave up on me. Uh, Sirius is currently at 3-2 for Pittsburgh. New York had a big comeback win tonight to keep their uh, keep their hopes alive. 
Rangers on the money line straight up minus one thirty. Penguins money line plus one ten, especially at home. That's a cheeky, uh, it's a cheeky little price there. Uh, over under six point five playing off plus one hundred. The under minus one twenty to win the series. The Rangers are paying off plus two hundred. Penguins minus two fifty. Uh, Sidney Crosby will he play? Won't he play? Who knows? He got a. It wasn't really a bad hit by True, but I don't know. It looked a little soft. But Crosby has a history of head troubles. Obviously, we can all touch on that when we go through it. Uh, do, 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 do. Ryan, take it away on this one, bud. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it was good for the Rangers to uh, come back in in game game five there, be able to not go completely down four one. But yeah, that that hit that Truba hit. I, I finally watched it. It's it was Truba was poking for the puck. His his arm was going back into his body a little bit and Crosby ran into it. It's, it's an unfortunate collision. It sucks given Crosby's injury history, but I don't think there was anything malicious. I don't think there should be a suspension or anything. Trupa has had some uh, big hits this season and that's just what happens, especially in the playoffs. So and I think that's why the line is like this because Crosby was being reevaluated after the game. Uh, Mike Sullivan was asked if he, about the hit. He said, did you see it? You probably have the same opinion I do. No, fuck off. It was a fine hit. It's playoff hockey. It, it's unfortunate, but yeah, I, I lean to the Rangers here. I mean, I've leaned to them all, all all series. I'll probably get fucked eventually, especially if Crosby somehow does play game six, but I, I could see him play, getting back for game seven. So I'll take the Rangers at minus 130. And for the total, I, I would lean under, but it could really go either way. Troop has been in trouble a few times this year, of course. Uh, I hit on Juju Kara and a couple other guys midseason. Uh, he just uh, plays on the border, but I love it. The way he hits, the way he attacks people. He, he He's punishing guys for having their head down. Obviously, that wasn't really the case this time. Crosby's always doing the right thing. But that said, it's a totally fine hit there. Uh, for the game itself, yeah, Pens plus 110. I think I still like it, even without Crosby in the lineup. Uh, Penn's actually, uh, they have a good record when they play without him, and uh, the Rangers are still unproven, and Jesterkin going back on the road where he hasn't been great. Uh, he was fine uh, in Game 5, but uh, it'll be a different question there going into the uh, paintball gun arena, whatever you call it. The Tipman play custom <laughs> arena. The Tipman arena. Yeah, Louis Domingue, he's been a he's been a good goalie too. Good start. I mean, uh, he hasn't been any worse than Casey DeSmith, so he's been a great stand-in for Jari. Hopefully, uh, Jari gets in for the second round if the Pens advance. But I do like the Pens here, and uh, yeah, we saw the total go up from five and a half to six. Now it's six and a half because clearly these games are not slowing down. Uh, goals galore, plenty of penalties, and uh, yeah, it's wide open hockey and, and shaky goaltending too. So. Over six and a half here, plus one hundred, and uh, pens plus one ten for me. Uh, yeah, fuck, uh, Jesus, dude, I'm right there with you. I like the over six and a half, like especially if you're gonna give me plus money on that. You said it, goaltending's been a little bit suspect. Uh, now it's funny you say that about the guy that we just pumped his tires and said he's probably gonna win the fucking Vesna, but. I'll take the over. Playoffs is different. Playoffs is different. Separation from the boys. Hundred percent, it is, man. You know, it's gonna be shooting like a fucking ninety-eight custom with a rock and trigger, baby. So let's fucking (laughs) go. Um, Also, yeah, I'll take the pens, dude. Plus one ten. I really think they're gonna get it done, man. New York put themselves in a fucking deep hole, dude. And yeah, they they were clawing out of it tonight, but they're gonna claw up. And who's gonna be at the top of that hole? It's gonna be Buffalo Bill, aka Ugly Gino Melkin. (laughs) 
ready to fucking lotion them up and put them on down, baby. So it doesn't fucking matter. Give me the pens plus 110 here. I like them. And uh, players on New York, man, they're, they're going to be haunted by fucking spicy pork and broccoli for the rest of their lives. So that's going to be it. You know, Panarin, no more spicy pork. Fucking Lafreniere, no more broccoli. Yo. So you're fucked, all right? Give me the pens plus 110. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Shout out the 10 people listening who got Talon's uh, paintball gun reference there with a nice <laughs> cast of the trigger. <laughs> uh, fuck yeah, man. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Uh, okay, we're going to head down to the 7.30 p.m. slide here. We got the Florida Panthers against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is heading back to Washington. Uh, series is currently Florida up 3-2. But you wouldn't know it, man. I don't know. It just seems like Washington's kind of got or had bad luck the past two games. Either way, Florida earned their comebacks. I thought it was going to be over tonight, to be honest. Uh, either way, uh, Florida on the money line for this game is sitting at minus 180. Washington plus 160. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Um, holy fucking shit, dude. Florida to win the series is minus 900. And Washington is plus 600. That is banana lands to me, man. I I don't know. Like, I get it. They're up three to two. It's all they need to do is win one game. But the Caps have been giving them all they've they, they've been giving them their fallout boy. They've been giving them more than they bargained for, bud. That's it. They're a bunch of little eight or guys with antlers and shit. They're fucking going at them here. So I kind of like the Caps, dude. I, I'm an OV guy. I'm an OV purist. All right. And what the fuck has Florida ever done? You know, besides going to the Stanley Cup Finals in 1990 something stupid. All right. So give me the Capitals plus 160. I more than you bargain for. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I'm fucking loving it. Let's go here. And honestly, a plus 600. I might sprinkle a little bit on that, man. I agree that that series price seems way out of whack with with the caps of plus six hundred. If if they win this, then pressure's on Florida in in Game Seven. But I think this series was really decided in Game Four. Florida came back late, tied it, won in an overtime, went back home, went down three nothing, came back, scored five unanswered, capped off by uh, Claude Giroux. So I think the Panthers are, are going to take this series. I, I hope they do. I I think they get it done in six. Minus one eighty is, is too much for me. Look at regulation or probably more likely puck line for, for some plus odds there on win bet. It looks like the puck line's plus 125. So if they have a lead late, Capitals are going to be desperate to pull the goalie. So I think uh, Panthers puck line at plus 125 would be my play here. Yeah, these odds are based purely on the, the success of the Panthers in the regular season. Obviously, the number one power to team, the number one points team in the league. That's why they're still minus 180. That's why they're minus 900 to win the series. But it's the playoffs. It's a different beast. So it's, it, that's way too much to pay for them to win uh, one of these two games. Uh, so, uh, yeah, plus 600 for the Caps. I think there's still value there. I don't think that they win it. But 6-1, uh, to one, I think it's a better chance that they do than that. Uh, tough one to call, though. Panthers are hit and miss. I mean, if they ever get that power play going, they, they can uh, roll. But they're just struggling. Ever since Ekbad came back... They can't get that fluidity they had they had going. They don't have the composure. They don't have the patience. It's not clicking like it did in the regular season, that's for sure. Uh, Broski's been okay. Uh, uh, Capitals goaltending hasn't been special, so maybe the over six and a half, your minus one twenty, is a decent look. I know I said under six and a half in the last game, but I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the the, yeah, game five, it was it was free flowing. 
wide open, even without too many penalties called. So over six and a half, you might be good luck. We're going back to the uh, regular season Panthers and the overs. Uh, that'd be the only way that I'd play this game. All right, we'll head on down to the 9.30 p.m. slot. We're going to, this is the last game of the talking. Only three games because uh, the Colorado Avalanche beat the absolute fucking wheels off the Nashville <laughs> Predators. Anyway, this game, we got the Calgary Flames against Dallas Stars. Game's going back to Dallas. Calgary with a big win tonight. They're currently up in the series 3-2. Uh, Flames to win this game is minus 160. Stars plus 140 on the money line. Over under itself is at 5.5. Over paying off plus 110. The under minus 130. Uh, series odds. Flames are paying off minus 750. And the Stars plus 500 here. Uh, Jolie, bring us home here, bud. What do you think? Well, essentially, I already have a bet on this game because I have the Stars plus one and a half in the series. Uh, so, basically, they need to win this game to cash that bet. And uh, Yeah, this is a bit of a coin flip. So, I still think that there is value here on the Stars plus 140. We saw that they can frustrate the Flames to shit. I mean, it took uh, it took a lot of pressure for them to win this game. Uh, stars have their chances, too. You know, they don't get a lot of chances against the Flames defense, and they're... Uh, the five-on-five play, but uh, when they do, they they tend to capitalize them, uh, even with Markstrom in that there. So, yeah, I, I think the Stars have a good chance to win this one, especially with the, their fans behind them. The Stars are a low-key, uh, good Southern fan base. Um, uh, the crowd's usually got some high energy there, much like uh, Nashville and Tennessee. Uh, so, yeah, I would lean Stars here, and, uh, yeah, just give me the under. It's, it's cashing every freaking time for us. Uh, Except for that one time that Antoinette goal, <laughs> one second left. So it really should be 5-0 and the under. Uh, so, yeah, let's just go with that again here. Minus 130 is fine with me. Ottinger is playing out of his mind. Marksman has been awesome too. So, yeah, both teams just playing very defensively sound hockey. Two old school, old school coaches playing the way that a playoff hockey should be played, uh, which is protect your own net first. So that leads to unders. Under 5.5 here for old times' sake. Yeah, I think the under is probably the the best play here. Even though it, the only thing only thing to worry there is if Calgary goes up late and Dallas pulls a goalie, get a few empty netters. So maybe look at a first period under, second period under, something like that. If if you're uh, worried about the empty net goals, I, I think the Flames finally kind of figured out Dallas. They got through the frustrations. They were able to get 54 shots uh, in Dallas last time. They won three one tonight. Uh, outshot them 32 21. So I think they finally figured it out. I'm surprised their series odds are shorter than the Panthers. I think they should probably be around the same. Stars at home are tough, but I think the Flames are, are going to get this done. But my, my best bet would be the under 5.5. Minus 130 is tough, though. Parlay, Stars, plus 2.5, under 6.5. Keep it close. That's been pretty successful all series long. I would say that the Panthers one should be by the Flames rather than the other way around. You know what I mean? Like the Panthers, mm-hmm. yeah. minus 750. Flames are correctly priced. Completely agree, yeah. Uh, dude, Calgary, man. Like, honestly, I think they're going to close this out in this series. Um, but that being said, man, give a lot of fucking credit to Dallas, dude. Obviously, it's not over. Anything can fucking happen. Um, but the Stars came out, and I think a lot of people just kind of wrote them off in this playoff series, and they've uh, they've kind of set things up and said, hey, we're we're still a team, too. You know, we're, what, 
three years removed from being in the semifinals in the West or some shit like that. And it's a lot of, you'd almost say they got better, truth be told. Uh, shout out to Joel Pavelski. Like, he's actually been so good. Man. What's he got? Like fucking, I don't know, like three goals or some shit like that. Like, Should have had one today, too. He had a great chance, too. Dude, as far as like in front of the net play goes, this guy's probably one of the best players in the league, man. Like All this guy does oh, is tip, playoffs, tip pucks. Right, tip pucks and just fucking slap shit in the net. So, uh, and he's, he's like a fine wine. He's getting better with age, you know. I think it's the second time I said that on this show. Whatever. Um, it's funny either, the Sharks fucking took all those other old fucks and paid them big contracts, right? But they, but they didn't give him. The, yeah, Velasic will give you eight years, thirty-seven years old. Exactly. That's such a good point. Um, keep caveman Brent Burns. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't either captain too, Pavelski. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Either way, uh, you know, we'll pump we'll pump their tires because they do deserve it. But I think the Flames are going to get it done, man. Like they're just the better team. And if you looked at these games too, they've outplayed them, man. All you got to do is look at shots. Even tonight, what was it like? Fucking like thirty eight to like what twenty one or some shit like that. Like they're they're the better team, man. And you know that don't don't discredit Dallas. You know they got they got they drew a tough hand in the first round of the playoffs. That happens to so many teams. So. But yeah, give me a, give me Calgary minus one sixty. Honestly, like Calgary regulation is not a bad play too. Um, also, I do. I'm kind of going with Ryan a bit with what he said. I like the over, even though he doesn't really like the over. But I like it solely on the fact that if Dallas or sorry, if Calgary does get up, you're going to see possible empty nets in this game. And if the numbers at five point five, man, fuck, you could have three empty net goals in the last like five minutes of this game or something if they're up, you know, by two goals or three goals heading into. Uh, into that last bit of the period. So I'll take the over 5.5. I'll take Calgary minus 160. And I will take the Flames in regulation as well. Side note, Johnny Goudreau was so fucking good at hockey. <laughs> Shit, man. Sorry, <laughs> fair. If you're worried about the uh, over with empty net goals, take the Flames minus 2.5. And, and that'll probably be paying off pretty good. It'll be paying off a lot better than the over. Good point. Very good point. Uh, okay, boys, that covers up our Thursday and Friday games. Uh, we can do a quick little run through some uh, of some, I don't know what you call it, I guess the current future bets or some shit. Uh, you- I mean, I guess I, I just wanted to point out that this this Thursday, today, as you're listening to it, could be the uh, the last, very likely the last night of the season with four or more games. So definitely enjoy this one. Joel was making fun of me for my uh, all my bets on Tuesday and other other four four game night but i uh, i made bank there so hopefully we can all win some money on thursday too fuck yeah man that's a that's a good point dude and that's the best thing about the NHL, or best and worst thing with the nhl playoffs is the first round is so fucking sick because every night you got some sick games and then you know when teams start to get eliminated there's only a certain amount of teams left you don't you know you have a day off here and there and that kind of sucks but oh. hey whatever um okay so i was almost gonna make fun of you but i didn't which probably <laughs> it, saved you if i was gonna it, make fun see, of you but, you probably no. wouldn't have won as much but the thing is if you made you you were waiting this uh, you were waiting to see if i if i won or lost if i lost you would have made fun of no, me. no 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 i was thinking about it before the fact then i just forgot about it but uh good for you man it's all good <laughs> to me though because i didn't make fun of you if i made fun of you you never would have won that money <laughs> i always bored though come on <laughs> I think instead it's only fair we made fun of you for almost being a fucking accountant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Get your ass in the slack if you want to know what that's all about. Uh, we'll do a quick little run through of a couple teams in here um, for playoff to win the actual Stanley Cup here. The odds just, of Colorado. Just say, your, just say your best bets. Just say, okay. Say, your best bets. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs plus 600 here to win the fucking cup. Um, Calgary Flames plus six fifty is pretty juicy too, man. Like if this, I, I think I'll take that. Fuck yeah. Sorry, Joe. 
Yeah, I think for me, the Canes at plus 750, they're proven they can beat the Bruins if they get Anderson back. Ranch is playing well, too, if Anderson doesn't come back. And I hate to say it, but Penguins plus 1,700. If, if they uh, can close out the Rangers, get Tristan Jari back, they could go on a run with Crosby, Malkin, and Latang one last time. Yeah, I second the Canes one plus 750. Uh, uh, no reason why they should be the third favorite in the East, given the fact that they just need to win one of the last two games to win the series. Obviously, that's the case for the Panthers Leafs as well, but the Canes are uh, uh, they're built differently. You know, they don't have that superstar, that uh, playoff caliber guy who's been there, done that. Uh, like the, well, fuck the Leafs and Panthers don't either, but. Um, those penguins are, of course, with the Crosby 17 to 1, though. That's pretty good for the penguins. Uh, the Canes here, plus 750. That's called me, you know. I'm obviously on them uh, at all points of the season, so uh, I'm already invested in them, but they're still, they're still valued there on the Canes at plus 750 here, uh, whether it's for the conference or the cup. You know what? The Lightning uh, plus 2200. If they win game six, that's going to come down. So, oh, yes. If, if you want the Lightning, take that now. Uh, you can all go fuck yourselves. Uh, okay, the Eastern Conference here. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, at least plus 300. And But you know what, man? Like, I don't know. Just obviously this this could switch if it ends up going to seven here. But at fucking 400 to one. I'll throw a little flyer out on the Capitals, man. They've been there before. The goaltending's a little sus. But, uh, hey, anything can happen in the playoffs, man. And all they got to do is win the East. All right, I'll, I'll take a little flyer out on that. I know we're not that, using that, the decimal system. That's 40 to 1, right? That's, yeah, that's, that's what I for. I meant to say 40 to 1. I'm sorry. It's not <laughs> just, just clarify. Yeah, for, for the East, it's probably this. I mean, Hurricanes plus 380. Penguins 850. Lightning 1100. Rangers 1400 don't hate if they can they can come back and Shesterkin can actually play in the playoffs. Yeah, I said it before with the Canes. Uh, Eastern Conference there. It's correlated with the Stanley Cup. So uh, give me the Canes here, plus 380. Uh, yeah, that's the only team, really. I mean, Lightning, again, if they win that uh, that game six, pivotal game six, obviously that goes way down and becomes much more valuable. But uh, it, it depends on what you want to do, how much you want to risk. I mean, 11-1, you can wager less and win more, or you can wager more and win less to to uh, have them uh, win game six. So that that's however you want to play that game. Um, other than that, Western Conference, uh, mm, nothing really. I mean, same kind of thing with the Wild, 14-1, or you can bet them to win the game, minus 105, whatever. Uh, but obviously just take the fucking ass because we're in the whole thing. Minus 115, let's go. It doesn't matter if there's a fucking <laughs> minus symbol before our price. It uh, doesn't matter because uh, you're going to win regardless. <laughs> Uh, Western Conference, uh, do, 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 Calgary plus 260, fuck it. Uh, honestly, maybe Minnesota plus 1400 as well. Yeah, abs are, are now favorites, minus 115 here, minus 110, minus 105 elsewhere. I think Oilers plus 1300 could could be pretty good if they if they win, somehow win the series and get past Calgary. That, that, that's not a bad price, but... Yeah, I guess Flame plus 260. I probably just wouldn't bet this at this point with the Avs being minus 115. Or how about those stars at 401? <laughs> That's not bad. Well, 401. 401? You going to take that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if it comes to you, the stars and fucking capitals in the final spot and they're both 401 <laughs> to win their thing? You're, you're loaded. You're good. 
Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll roll into our fucking HGP puck buck challenge here. It's our bankroll time here, boys. Um, okay, here, Ryan. Fucking gung-ho king of the year. You got fucking <laughs> 27 plus 400 bets here. Why don't you kick us off in this segment? I'll, I'll, I'll take it here. Uh, I have 778 bankroll available. Joel has 544. Talon has 470. Uh, I, I have five bets here for, for, for the show. I have the Calgary Flames to win game six, minus 160 for 40 puck bucks. I have the Lightning Puck Line, plus 190 in game six for 20 puck bucks. I have the Hurricanes at plus 110 in game six for 20 puck bucks. I have the Wild to win the series at plus 210 for 10 puck bucks. Then I have an emotional hedge here. Uh, Penguins to win the cup at plus 1700 for 10 puck bucks. I don't want to sound like a fucking child, so I'm not going to say puck bucks every time. You're going to say it. You have to. That, that's no. what you have to do. That's what you have to do. <laughs> Get out of here. Let's All right, we're going with the Canes, Bruins, over six, plus one of five, 35 bucks. Oilers. No, 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 no. It doesn't no, count. No, it doesn't no, count. No, no, it's no, not no, an official no. pick. We will X all these out. and you Sharky, will Sharky, don't count that one unless he says yeah. puck bucks. That's cool. Get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> bunch it. of kids. Do bunch it. of kids. Canes, Bruins, over six, plus one of five, 35 bucks. Puck bucks. Right. I already explained why. Oilers, Kings, under six and a half, minus 115, 35 puck bucks. I already explained why. <laughs> then I added a couple more. Okay, I can be excited for this one. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, Western Conference, minus 115. You're not going to see Ooh. that very often after Ooh. they win the first round. They're already minus uh, 75 puck bucks on that one. Uh, Doubling down on this fucking team. We're going to get it all done, though, so it won't even matter. And finally, the Canes win the Stanley Cup, plus 750, 25 puck bucks. Uh, yeah, just uh, I like the number there, and they have the team to do it. Uh, just uh, need some decent goaltending because uh, as long as you put somebody a little bit better than talent in that, they can win the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I can play for them. Don't give me an e-bug, buddy. E-bug. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm I'm down here. I'm 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 down a little bit of my. Although I got a couple of futures in uh, in the first round here and shit like that, so that's okay. Maybe I'll come back. But so I only got one one play this show, but it's a play that that I like and it's a play that means a lot to me. Give me the fucking Leafs money line here, plus one oh five to go in and win in Tampa tonight or tomorrow night. I guess technically tonight because it's fucking two thirty a.m. in Ontario right now. Give me the least money line plus 105. Fuck the goddamn Tampa Bay Lightning. That's in there too. I put it in brackets. FTG, DTBL, baby. The least win the cup. I'll get that fucking tattooed on my ass. Uh, you know how much I'm putting down on this though, boys? You know any puck bucks I'm going to play in this? 67 puck bucks and 67 puck cents, baby. 67 puck bucks and 67 puck cents. Do you guys know why? 1967. 1967. What happened in 1967, Joel? I don't know who they beat, but they won the Stanley Cup that year. That's the last time this fucking team <laughs> won a goddamn Stanley Cup, okay? Do so you know put, who they beat? Uh, I don't know. It was fucking six Ooh. teams. You're probably either Montreal or Detroit. I don't give a... Dude, I, I was born in 1994. Oh, you're getting, you're getting shown you, up you, here. You don't know the last team you beat. Do you, you know who they your, beat? Uh, great, great grandfather for that. I lost my dad, okay? <laughs> I don't fucking know. It your doesn't matter. Died. <laughs> my beat, dad's dad. They beat the Canadians. They beat, see, I told you. It was two two rounds of the playoffs. It's not even a real Stanley Cup. They won two rounds, one wow. Stanley Cup. Okay, okay, okay. Relax here, bud. Fucking. I think it was only 
Good thing it wasn't only one round back then. <laughs> hey, how was the expansion uh, draft, dickweed? Um, all right. Give me the Leafs money line. 67 puck bucks and 67 puck cents here. Plus 105. Fuck the goddamn Tampa Bay Lightning. Fuck the goddamn Ryan Gilberts of the world. Um, boys, that wraps uh, that wraps that up here. Um, consensus plays. I don't know. I'm sure there's something there. You know, you go back and listen to it. Sharky will tell you, I guess, too. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, anything else you want to add before we wrap it up here or what? Yeah, if you want the consensus plays, just join the Slack. It, it's been a blast every night of the playoffs. You got Joel at the bar complaining about fans there and the bartender not being able to work a, a remote to turn on the Avs game. <laughs> so it's a bunch of stuff going on there. SG.pn slash Slack. Make sure you, you, you join us there. It'll be a, a great companion to the podcast. Okay. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the fucking place to be, man. They got everything there. They got fucking draft noises going on. They got picks left, right, and center from all the sports. You got hockey. You got NBA playoffs ripping. You got baseball. I fucking hate baseball, but you got baseball. You got the USFL. Fucking, it's so sick. That's such a cool league, man. Um, I don't know. There's golf. There's NASCAR. Uh, there's everything, dude. Go go to the website. There's tons of good articles. Your boys, you know, Ryan and Joel even had some articles up there. That's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't read them. I'm sorry. I didn't read shit. But they're pretty fucking sick. Two and oh. Uh, two and two and oh. oh, baby. There you go. There you go. So it pays off to read. Um, and of course, Ryan just touched on it. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack area. It's a special time of year. The Slack's been popping off. And it really is, dude. It's something cool, dude. So if you're not in the Slack, it's fucking free. You're going to have a good time. And most importantly, you're going to win some money, man. Like everybody's throwing the player props that are going around in there. Bookies are scared, yo. They're scared and they should be. When they see the Hockey Gambling Podcast Slack group going on a heater, they see all the boys firing one up. Ooh, they're shaking in their little boots, man. They don't even know what to take it is. So get get out of town. Get your ass in the Slack, all right? Simple as that. Shout out all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, and shout out Joel for his uh, power play goals over one and a half. Went 4-0 oh yeah. on uh, Tuesday night. Wins and I had the worst games there, but yeah, we've we've been hitting them, so definitely uh, check it out. Oh shit, I forgot I go. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can <laughs> you can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins ninety four, and you know where else you can find me, boys? You know where else you're gonna find me? You're gonna find me. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing. I wait for my thing to load because I forget what it's called. You're going to find me in fucking New Zealand, baby, betting the Southland Sharks because Jolly's in the shark tank, baby. And you know what? Once you go in the tank, yeah, I'm going to be frank with you. You're going to get spanked, all right? Let's go, Southland Sharks. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. Joel Myron, you'll find me sweating that bet with the zero fees, Southland Sharks against the IMS Payroll Hawks. Let's go, Hawks. They're going to win that game. They're going to win me $26.50 against this fucking <laughs> shitty Sharks. You know, they're shitty in the NHL. They're shitty in New Zealand. No, never trust a shark. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody uh, I definitely wouldn't trust. Oh, no shark dogs either or what? <laughs> no, especially not if they're Canadian. <laughs> Peace.
Go Leafs go. 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 Go Leafs go.